Hey everybody, it's Firestone here with Board Games FM, powered by TheologyofGames.com. It is Wednesday, January 24th, and Wednesday means one thing. Last night was game night. So I played two games, uh, both of which I'll talk about in two different segments today. The f- first one, excuse me, what was that? The first one is called The Oracle of Delphi, and it is a newish Stefan Feld game from... Uh, Tasty Minstrel Games, and this was the second time I had played it. The first time was a two-player game, and then this was a four-player game. And essentially, it's a race game uh, with dice rolling and dice manipulation. So there's a giant board with sea and island spaces, and you're all trying to accomplish the exact same tasks. You're trying to put out temples. You're trying to deliver goods to um, to temples. You're trying to build statues you're trying to fight monsters and as you do those things not only does it get you closer to the end of the game but you get special abilities so if you fight a monster you get an equipment card that can help you for the rest of the game do something cool or you can get cards that allow you to have a hero on your side so you take fewer injuries and your shield can increase or you can have wild more wilds on your dice things like that and um It is good after two plays. Again, only two plays, but maybe that's enough. I feel like this is kind of um, a medium of the spectrum Feld. It's average, maybe below average Feld, which means, because I'm a giant Feld fan, that it's still good. Um, I, I, I enjoy it. I think there are interesting things to do. A hesitation I had after the first game, and it's still there after the second one, is that if someone rolls better, they're going to do better in this game. Especially, there's one of the one of the things you have to do is fight monsters, and the mechanism is as soon as you fight them, they start off with a nine, and you roll a d10, which is a one through nine, and or excuse me, zero through nine, and you can keep fighting this monster, but you have to be higher than its strength. So you can fight it, and if you miss, then you can pay what are called favor tokens, which are like workers in Castles of Burgundy, which I'll get to in a second, um, to fight that monster again, and now it has one lower health. So it goes from 9 to 8, and then if you miss, it goes from 8 to 7 if you pay again. So you can keep trying to fight this monster. Now, in our game last night, I spent 4 or 5 tokens on a turn and still didn't beat this monster. That is incredibly expensive. And there's not anything I can do to change that. Um, there Earlier in the game, I could have uh, increased my shield, but let's just say two people are going in with the same exact shields. I spent a bunch of favor tokens and uh, one part of my turn to do that, and I didn't beat it. Someone else could go in there, fight the monster, and on their very first roll, bam, beat the monster. And they are just doing better than me. So that is a problem for me. In in other parts of the game, you can manipulate the dice to let you do things and overcome some poor rolls or whatever. But with that, you just can't. So problematic for me. Um, The bigger problem is that it's similar enough to Castles of Burgundy that... Um, I think it's worth talking about for both of them. They're both dice manipulation games. They are, obviously, Castles of Burgundy is not a race. You're, you're trying to, um, 
there are many other ways to build victory points, and that's kind of one of the things that works against Oracle of Delphi is everyone is working on the exact same things. So if you don't roll as well and um, you're not able to get to things as quickly as other people, you're going to lose. At least in Castles of Burgundy, if you don't roll exactly what you want, there's almost always something else you could be doing to get you victory points. But in this, there's a specific set of things everyone's working on. So when I look at dice manipulation games, and even specifically felled ones, I don't know why I would ever pick the Oracle of Delphi over Castles of Burgundy, which is a far superior game, which is one of my favorite games. And so I think Oracle of Delphi is a fine game, but I think it's just kind of an average Feld. So that's my quick review of it. Do with that what you will. Have a great day. We will talk to you later. Bye. Hey everyone, it's Firestone here with Board Games FM, powered by TheologyofGames.com. Again, this is uh, Wednesday, the 24th of January, and that was means game night was last night. So earlier on the broadcast, I talked about a game called Oracle of Delphi, the newish Stefan Feld game. And right now I'm going to talk about another game I played last night, game night, which is Fallout the Board Game. Now, I'm a big fan of the video game, both Fallout 4 and especially Fallout 3, which had one of the best stories I've ever played in a video game. So, big time fan of that. This is a game by Fantasy Flight that's based on those video games. And basically, it is um, a game where you're playing through scenarios, and those scenarios are tied to the video game. Uh, so, for instance, the, the one we played last night was actually, interestingly, based on the first DLC for Fallout 3, which was The Pit. And this was uh, took place in Pittsburgh, and it was about slaves and metal and stuff like, uh, you know, mining and trying to uh, keep people as slaves. So the way this game works is you're kind of exploring spaces, and then you'll run into different creatures and psychos and things just like the video game. But there's also a storyline associated with it. And so for us, it started with the, we run into this slaver, or excuse me, this slave, who says, I've escaped Pittsburgh and, um, you know, tell my friends that it's possible to escape and blah, blah, blah. And we can decide if we want to help him or the slavers. And um, the reason we might want to do that is because everyone's given objective cards, secret objective cards at the beginning of the game. And they tell you... Uh, you will get X number of points if the slavers are ahead in this game. One point for each spot that that faction is ahead, or the slaves. I happen to have a slave um, objective card, and so I was looking to help the slaves. And so anytime that would come up in the story, I would do that and help that faction and try and move it along and get me more victory points. You can also get victory points from other cards, accomplishing things, killing enemies, exploring, things like that. And then uh, every turn, certain monsters would activate and they would um, come toward you or attack you. It was very thematic. I'll tell you that, that. I mean, this game really wanted to capture the Fallout board game or video game, and it does that. It feels like the board game version of this, not just in like slapped on theme, but in genuine, oh, this is like playing Fallout the video game. And um, including the pip dice, you roll dice in combat, and each side of the die has different parts of the body that it hits. 
And so you, um, certain enemies might only, you can only hit this one in the head or this one you have to hit it in the legs or whatever. And so you roll these dice and you may or might not hit on there and the enemies can hit you back and you can get companions and items and new weapons and uh, you can increase your special abilities which gives you re-rolls on those pip dice. Anyway, all that to say, it's pretty fun game thematically. Now, having said that, I did not at all like the objectives. The objective cards I thought were terrible, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, so in, uh, the guy who owned the game had played another four-player version of the game, and he said that everybody ended up winning because at the end of the game when somebody triggered it, it was basically, oh, if this faction is ahead, then you get victory points based on how far ahead they are. And everybody happened to have that same victory condition, and so they all won. Now, I don't have a problem with that. What I do have a problem is, what if you are the one guy out of the four that had the opposite faction that needed to be ahead? So everyone in this game is working together, working toward this similar goal to get the faction ahead, and you're going to try and work against three other players in the game actively working towards something? Uh, that's just terrible. I do not like that at all. So, um, thematically, story-wise, the way it integrates story, I'll talk a little bit more about that in another segment about storytelling integration, but that was all great. But those objective cards just kill the game for me. I will never need to own this game because that's so bad. Anyway, that's my thoughts on Fallout the board game. Fun, thematic, but big-time problems with the objectives. All right, have a great day. We'll talk to you later. Bye.